Hi, and welcome to Sport and Road, the weekly motorsport show with thanks to Central Tyre Service. This is a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to and keep up to date with all things happening on the courses both locally and around the globe. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by John Painter and Craig Stott. It's on 1FM Shepparton Radio, so let's have a listen to see what's happening in the world of motorsport this week. Good morning, everyone. How are we all? John? I'm really good, thank you, mate. And yourself? Oh, not too bad at all. This is... Good morning, everyone. This is Sport and Road, our current weekly news Absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm letting, letting Craig have a start off for a change. Oh, no I worries to, at all. I had to earn brownie points. I slept in <laughs> yesterday. Didn't oh, wake up nearly 10 o'clock and poor mm. old John was here about 8.30. Yeah, no worries at all. But I've got a couple of other things done in the meantime. That no, was all right. A little bit of a couple of little jobs I had to do around the place. And uh, yeah, it was good. Mm. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, here we are. We are here. We've we are, got, we we've are got live and we are local. Local, <laughs> 1 FM. And, of course, our program is called Sport and Road. And it uh, it's is. our time for motorsport on a Saturday morning. Good morning, everybody. As I say, I'm Johnny Painter. And I'm Craig Stott. Good morning, everyone. And, uh, yeah, we talk about four-wheel type of racing. Yeah, and we talk a little bit of rubbish at times too. It's good and, fun. And a bit of two-wheel racing. <laughs> exactly right, yeah. Well, I haven't seen anyone race unicycles anywhere. No, yet. I haven't either. Maybe no. that comes in the Olympics. Mm, I've seen them with three and I've seen them with four. And <laughs> I've seen cars with three. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> trucks with six, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. But either way, with this sporting show that we do, we have some fantastic sponsors. Oh, we really do, don't we? We're so lucky. And they've been with us since... Well, how long will we be doing so? Well, I've been on Sport and Road for probably over 10 years and they've been with us all of that time. Have you had your gold, gold watch yet? No, but when I started yeah. off with Trevor, we had these two wonderful sponsors, which was AJ's and uh, Central Tyres. And, uh, well, things have changed a little bit yeah, since then. Yeah, it's not then. Central Tyres anymore. No, it's Goodyear Auto It's still Central Tyres underneath, same, but yeah. Same venue, same yep, place, same exactly. staff. Same staff, same and, managers, um, same people, yep. It is. And uh, with this hot weather, mm. you get your tyres checked. Absolutely. Yeah. It's amazing because it might you might be driving along and you feel a vibration in the car. Mm. If your tyres are old and with hot weather, your tyre will stick can stick to your tyres. Yep, that's and right. And that will give you a, a thumping a, a situation. A real out of balance situation. No worries that's at all. Right. Hey, and while you're pumping those tyres up, make sure that one that's under the back of the thing. If you've got an SUV a and it's hanging on a bit of chain. Mm. Yep, make sure that that's got air in it too because it's so easy to overlook that one. That certainly is. Mm. But also, your windscreen washers. Yep. Can't get enough of that. Yep, I got into trouble in a servo on Saturday morning long ago in um, in Melbourne when a bloke in the Volkswagen asked me to check the oil and water. So I checked the oil and uh, got him to pop the bonnet, grabbed the water hose and went underneath the bonnet and started squirting. He jumped out, what are you doing? What are you doing? I said, I'm filling your windscreen washer bottle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for everyone, Volkswagen Beetles don't have radiators. They, they, they were air-cooled, air yeah, and the motor was up the back. back yep, that's correct. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, good years. Auto care, they, any sort of tyres, they do have a full collection of automotive batteries as well, so... Most of these cars, the new ones that stop start at the traffic lights, yeah, but your battery has to be about eighty. Got to be really good too. Your starter motors have got to be. Some of they reckon some of those things have two starter motors in them, one for the uh, auto start and one for the ordinary start. So, Ooh, I don't yeah. know. I, I worked it out one day, leaving my place at uh, Marupna and going out to that um, the the shopping centre next to the green and red hardware store. I and going back again, I had something like twenty eight stops and starts all over. I said, gee, that's. That's a lot, yeah. It certainly is. If you get caught at every set of traffic lights, because mm, there were three in Maroubna to start with. 
yeah, four, actually. Yeah. Current mm. cars, all the new mod cons, mm. fantastic to have. Yeah. One of the ladies from the Pep. Uh, yep. She hit potholes and had her car repaired, mm-hmm. and the people lent her a 200 series cruiser. Oh, a bit tasty. At Sahara, and she loved it. <coughs> Driving down to Phillip Island and into Melbourne and everywhere mm. else. She's she got her car back and she feels upset now. <laughs> yeah, back into her Kia. But anyway, yeah, the definitely. Thing is, you know, insurance looked after her, that's the main thing. Ah, for sure. And now, uh, there are other great sponsors yeah. um, that look after uh, two wheel, three wheel, and four wheel vehicles, and uh, the Shepparton Motorcycle Group. The two stores now, we have the Hellsall, what was the Hellsall Honda site, now um, uh, Shepherd and Motorcycles in Honda, Purcell and Street. then the uh, one in Purcell Street, which was AJ's, it's now again Shepherd and Motorcycles Group, and that's the store that looks after the Can-Am three-wheelers, off-roaders, four-wheelers, um, KTM dirt bikes, road bikes, the whole lot in there. But if you go to the Benalla Road site for Honda, you've got Honda road bikes in there. They'll get those in for you. They don't really stock them, but uh, they stock the kids' bikes and the quads and the four-wheel drives and the um, Segways too, the they newer ones. Yeah. Do. yeah, Very interesting vehicles, for sure. Got a on them, looking at that. Mm. So, uh, things have changed. I haven't needed a, a drive of one yet. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. I brought my wife in, so she'll be listening at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't need one, but I wouldn't <laughs> mind one. <laughs> Very definitely, but mate. Yeah. Also, with the Honda, there they've got all the brush cutters and yep. chainsaws and you name it. And there's one big advantage, isn't there? It's all four stroke. That's exactly so right. Just the top of the range fuel goes in, and away it goes. No, yep. no, fifty-fifty uh, or twenty-five or thirty-three or anything else like that. That's all there. But you can get if you need that fuel, you can get that at. Uh, the BP here. Yep, that's Shepparton. right. Up in the north, yeah. Patentinas. Up at Patentinas, yeah. They have all that mixed And, and if already. you do happen to have one of the older two-stroke ones, they've got the old BP Zoom there as well, so they you can do. pick that up too, yet. Which is fantastic. That's for sure. Now... Uh, apart from me being late, how's your week been? It's been a good week, yeah. Haven't, haven't done a whole lot. Um, I got home on Thursday night and um, went to bump my gate open because when I come home, I've got a, a two-way swinging gate that's... Um, opens one way and then if I come through the other way it'll open the other way too and it's like a bar bar sign thing the idea was if I come in on the motorbike I could nudge it with the front wheel and uh, I've also got a piece of um, copper tube a little quarter inch copper tube running up over the ceiling and down onto the gate with a piece of stainless steel cable and a, um, a pull cord at the other end so when I come up I can grab the cord pull that that lifts the latch up, and then I can bump the wheel and uh, open the gate right in. No problems at all. I know the gate will swing shut. And when I'm coming out, I can do exactly the same thing because it'll swing the other way. Oh, yeah. It works really well. But I came home on Thursday night, and the bottom hinge had broken. I thought, oh, good grief. Well, this is going to be fun. So I took, no, undid the screws, took the gate off, and that was fun. And it really had... It just snapped clean right across the bottom of the thing with this two-way hinge. So went out to the red and... Uh, red and green hardware place and oh yeah they got them here no worries picked it up took it home took it out of a package looking at it and said uh oh that's not going to fit because both of the hinges were on the upside and mine had one pointing up one pointing down down. so i had to go on to uh, google and do a little search and uh yeah it'll arrive in the post on monday or tuesday hopefully (laughs) in the meantime i've got a bin sitting in the way (laughs) Uh, the things that happen mate yeah Mm. Yeah, so we've had a busy day. I've put my cardboard up yep. and uh, cleaning up around the place. Mm. And uh, I can honestly say it that when I left this morning, there was no Joe Blakes hanging around. Well, well that's did, good, yep. I did mm. find an, an extra hole into the ground going underneath the old garden shed. But mm-hmm. uh, 
I don't think those snakes like a bit of cement. No, they don't share. Another thing they don't <coughs> like is a little um, petroleum. <laughs> That's it, but it's hole in the ground. Followed by a match. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, I haven't seen any. The guinea fowl are okay. We're down to two now. Yeah. yeah. So one got run over from ah. our next door neighbour. But hmm. nothing I can do about it. So no, no, exactly we'll get, right. We'll, we will get some more yep. if Karen's not listening. Mm. <laughs> but otherwise, that's that. I've been busy at the PEP and yep. the staff. You know, we just run off our feet. You, know, you might yeah. have 60 people yeah. coming in, mm. booked in, might do 300 meals. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly and right. Mm. It's, it's fantastic, you know. Yeah, it's a great place, yeah. Compared great staff and uh, great service, yeah. They're fantastic out there. Oh, I don't mind it at all. It mm. saves me. You know, I was milking cows, so it's not <laughs> minus three in the morning. <laughs> Could yeah. be that coming home later that's, on in the year, though. Yeah, you don't get that. <laughs> you don't get uh, peed on or anything else no, like that. No, exactly. Kicked or anything else like that. No. And mm. chat to a lot of people, feeding mm. a lot of the neighbours up in the Catandra area from yeah. Yep. And everywhere else, but no, great, having mate. a good chinwag with everyone. Mm. And quite a few know we've come from Bathurst or go to Bathurst. Yep. How was the race? How was this? Mm-hmm. How was Adelaide? Mm. We and were at so and so, yeah. Mm. Been brilliant. Yeah. So I suppose we should talk about Yeah, absolutely, because we did have uh, an event at Bathurst last weekend. And, we uh, did. I've got to admit, I was up at up past five in the morning and uh, very, very bleary eyed, sort of snuck into the back room and shut the door behind me so it wouldn't wake the wife up. and put the tally on and uh, was sitting back watching and this little voice come around the corner, are you okay? Yes, love, I was just watching the start. <laughs> uh, so you both yeah, so ended up cuddling on the couch and watching No, the she the went straight back to bed. Ah, right. I went to, I, I got the first, um, after three quarters of an hour of the racing and then the eyes were gone, so I went back to bed and slept till about eight o'clock and... Uh, Got up and watched some more racing and did a bit of this and a bit of that and watched yeah. some more racing. It was a fantastic <laughs> event. It really was My great. My son, Terry, he was on car 44. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they got into the top 10. Yeah, it was an excellent effort. It certainly was. And three and a half hours later in, they got taken out mm. severely. But uh, anyway, let's yeah. get into it, I think. Yeah, because this year's Liquid Molly at Bathurst reset a number of benchmarks and records. which um, did, yeah. yeah. I reckon it was a pretty good effort. Hmm. Says so, so he's looking for his glasses. I'll put them down somewhere. Go for it, mate. Okay, let's get into it. Um, Sunday's race ended in a thrilling climax with Jules Goulden starving off Matt Campbell and Mario Engel. It came after Engel collided with Goulden on the final hour at the chase as they fought for the lead. Yep. Okay. The event attendance this year's Liquid Molly Bathurst 12 hour. That's a big one. Liquid Molly it? Bathurst 12 hour. Why can't you just say Bathurst? <laughs> Brought in a record attendance of 53,466, so they say. Yeah. This year's three-day event was higher than the previous record of 49,495 set in 2019, which was a four-day event. Yeah, that's right. And the practice and qualifying, they had a lap record because Mario Engel powered to pole position to secure his second Alan Simonson trophy on Saturday. Engel defeated Brock Feeney and Matt Campbell in a thrilling Pirelli top 10 shootout. It was good. It was. The triple nine Group M Mercedes-AMG driver reset his own 12-hour lap record to grab pole. He clocked to 2 minutes, point zero zero. Point eight eight one nine to undercut his qualifying record, which was a, a two point zero one zero eight three six setting qualifying, and it was the first ever sub two minute zero one lap at the Bathurst Twelve Hour. Oh, yeah. mm. The most wins, Jules Goulden. 
became the first three-time winner of the Bathurst 12-hour and all came in succession. So he got a hat-trick. Yep. Goulden led Bentley to victory in 2020 before joining Kenny Habble's Sun Energy One racing squad last year. Adoran driver Goulden, Ozzy Habble and German Lucas Stolz have won the last two 12-hour races. Goulden, Habble and Stoll were joined by Mark Martin Conrad last year. Goulden had an honour of crossing the line to win the race in each of his three victories. Yeah, he's done well there to be the, the driver in the car on each of those things. That's well done, actually. Yeah, it certainly is. There's um, been a top three split. The race also produced the closest split between the top three finishing drivers in the events GT3 era. Gernon, Matt Campbell and Mario Engel were covered by just 1.4177 seconds at the check and flag. Good grief. 12 hours and there's 1.4 seconds between the top three. Yeah, there's it, only four in the mm, lead lap. Yeah, that's right. But it betters the two um, minutes four zero two five, which covered the top three finishes in 2014 when Craig Lowndes beat Maximilian Bunk by 0.4138 seconds. The top three in the 2015 were covered by 2.8016 when Katsumasa Chio, that's a Katsuma, and he famously won for Nissan. Okay, race distance. The top four competed completed 323 laps, a distance of oh, yeah. 2,006.799 kilometres, the most completed in Bathurst 12-hour history. The previous record was 314 laps, 1,950.882 kilometres, was set in 2020 when Goulden led Bentley to victory. Now, the average race speed, the uh, 12-hour also created a new benchmark for fastest average speed in a Bathurst Enduro. Sunday's race was completed at an average speed of 167 kilometres an hour. That's average with the safety car deployed just four times after the start. It betters the average speed of the uh, 2018 Bathurst 1000, which was run at nearly 166 k's. Just four Bathurst 1000 races, 2010, 2013, 2018 and 2014, have been run at more than 100 miles an hour. Mm, The last three, four... The last four 12 hours in 2019, 2020 and 23 have now been run at more than 100 mile an hour, which, of course, that's 160 k's average, yeah. It is. <coughs> now, the longest green flag run, and it's the longest they've run with a green flag before safety car or anything else. <coughs> Just 16 laps were held under the control of the Mercedes-AMG safety car on Sunday. Sunday's race featured a four-hour, 45-minute green flag run to the end of the race. The safety car neutralised the field in the eighth hour when Scott Taylor crashed on the approach to the dipper. From there, the race ran at full tilt to the end, beating the four hours and ten minute green flag run, which was set in 2020 race. Yeah, exactly right. Now, that was absolutely great. Some fantastic events happening there, mate. Valentino Rossi proud of his debut Bathurst performance, despite Sunday's race falling away from Team WRT BMW. The WRT BMWs crossed the line fourth with the number 32 and sixth with the number 46 in Sunday's uh, Bathurst 12-hour. The number 32 with Sheldon van der Linde behind the wheel 
was at uh, the last car on the lead lap. Van der Linden raced with the uh, 2018 winner Dries Van Tour and Charles Weertz. Rossi's number 46 took the flag a, a lap down with uh, six with Augusto Farfus behind the wheel and Maxime Martin was the third driver. Much intrigue and attention centred on Rossi over the course of the week and uh, he certainly impressed on race day. Kept his nose clean and even ran in the podium positions early on. But the 46ers' hopes were ultimately undone by an oil leak. In the 10th hour, with Farfus at the wheel, officials, officials were forced the team to push the 46 behind the pit wall when the entry was running fifth. Officials deemed that the build-up of oil on the tail lights was a safety issue as the brake lights were no longer visible. Mm. I think that's correct. Mm, me too. I think that also my speed and performance were good. That's uh, from Valentino, yeah. yeah. The 46 dropped to 7th, and the last of the pro cars running with, which became the 6th, when Daniel Jacinda, number 77, Kraft Bamboo Mercedes AMG, spun late on. The MotoGP racing legend Rossi, while unable to repeat his... His Dubai 24-hour podium was still happy with his own performance. It came after Rossi topped practice two on Friday in what was his first session at Mount Panorama. He said, my first ex- Bathurst experience was very, very good because it's a great place. For us Europeans, it is legendary place because we always played on the simulator. <laughs> That's a good comment, isn't it? To have the uh, chance to race here and experience the real track is great. It's a fantastic circuit. You have to maintain attention, he said, but it's very enjoyable when you drive. I think also my speed and performance were good. I feel good in the car. It's uh, very good to drive, but during the race, especially in the hot conditions, we need a little bit more pace. Would have been in the top five, but overall, it was a good race, and being the first experience, it was very positive. Rossi earned particular praise from Farfus, who deemed the debutant's performance incredible. WRT team principal Vincent Voss said that while the overall result was disappointing, all drivers, Rossi included, performed strongly. We had a dis- disappointing result, Voss said. Obviously, we did not have the tools to fight for anything better. It is an incredible event, an incredible track, and it's a pleasure to be here. But in these circumstances, it's a bit difficult. There is always a very positive point, and that's the lineup. All six drivers have done an outstanding job. They made no mistakes at all. They all had a very similar speed. We also need to m- mention that Vale did. But that was on a very high level for his first attempt at Bathurst. Oh, yeah. He must have had was. Big Oh, you know. yeah, definitely. It was also really pleasant pleasure to have Augusto in the team for the first time and great to have Sheldon back with us after a few years. WTR BMW will return to the Kemenar 9 hour in South Africa in three weeks time with Rossi to be replaced by BMW works driver Philip Eng. Exactly right. Now I've done a little bit of research into uh, some of the records that have been held up at Bathurst and some very interesting bits and pieces come out with that circuit. Amazing times and very amazing vehicles too. So the fastest ever lap was Jensen Button in a uh, demonstration lap in an F1 car at a minute 48.1.
But as this was a demonstration lap and not a race, it doesn't qualify and as an official lap record. The fastest official lap record was set at the Bathurst Challenge by Chris Mees, driving an unrestricted Audi A8 at a minute 59.2910. Fastest qualifying lap this year was from Mario Engel in the Mercedes with a time of 2 minutes 0.8819, the first ever sub 2.0 lap, as we said. And he just beat Brock Feeney, who clocked 2 minutes 0.01.3210. Hmm. By comparison, the V8 Supercars lap record is held by Chaz Mostert with a time of 2 minutes 03.375. I mean, that's only three seconds behind these things. You're that's not wrong. Poor. A lot heavier um, car, too. One of the uh, comparisons I was talking about um, during the, the broadcast was the fact that the V8s are actually faster on the way up the hill yep. and faster on the way down. Their top speed coming through the chase is probably 25 to 30 k's faster than these Mercedes and Porsches and mm-hmm. things like that. They're very close to 300, so yeah. But uh, where the other ones beat them is across, across the, top the top with the uh, their weight and ABS brakes and all, of those, all those driver aids, yeah. And, anyway, and if we go back further, the quickest ever time for an A9X Tirana was with Peter Brock and Jim Richards, the legends themselves, yep. at 2 minutes point. 21.1. Mm. Remember the lap of the gods, oh, Greg yeah. Murphy? Yeah, yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, 206. That yeah. was unbelievable. Now you're um, looking at two minutes. Six yeah, exactly. And they're, they're all doing it, yeah. And as for bikes, um, that really took some work to find all of those. In the year 2000, the Bears series, and the Bears, that's British European American Racing Series, no Japanese bikes in, in the Bears. The lap record was set by Kerry Mills on a Ducati 926 at 2 minutes 23.5. The only other bike record I could find was set by Kevin McGee on the RI 500 back in 1987. He rode a Yamaha superbike and he clocked 2 minutes 0.13, which is a pretty quick way back then. Not too bad at mm, all, yeah. Exactly. I wonder what one of the uh, GP bikes today would do around Bathurst. It would be interesting. Be and did you mm. see um, the Formula, the Red Bull Formula One oh, car? Oh, yeah, it yeah. Did the national anthem. Oh, that was absolutely amazing, wasn't it? It had the guy at the controls yep. outside running his computer. All computer and, generated, and yeah. And running, the engine was running and using the exhaust and the noise of the engine yep. as advanced Because each, each different rev range produced a different, different sound, so they were able to replicate... The Australian National Anthem. I thought, I, actually, I thought that was better than the bloke playing the trumpet, to be honest. The, the, the saxophone, yeah. <laughs> the saxophone. <laughs> yeah, you are right. It was just unbelievable. But how, uh, someone must have had some boring time oh, to oh, I'd reckon. think of that and do it. But good luck to them doing it. Oh, I reckon it was absolutely great. Something yeah. different. I'd heard it done in other places around the world, but uh, never here at Bathurst or the Australian. No. It was absolutely really good. Anyway, time for a quick sponsor break. Okay, with our tonsils. Yep, we'll uh, have we'll a, back a, in a, minute. a break and we will be, as Craig said, back in a couple of moments. Segway Power Sports ATVs, UTVs and SSVs are now available at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment. The Fugelman UT10 Petrol UTV is one tough machine. Muscular and capable with a high power to weight ratio. The Fugelman UTV is designed to lighten your workload and make those trips around the paddock a blast. Contact Brendan at Shepparton Motorcycles Purcell Street or Paul at Shepparton Motorcycles and Power Equipment Benella Road or visit our website shepparton.mpe.com.au and check out the Segway Power Sports range today. LMCT 11819. 1FM Sponsor. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from, from 1FM Sport and Road. 
Central Tire Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tire servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tires, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 Station sponsor. Do you need it knocked over or smashed up? Keith McRae Demolitions are your demolition and environmental cleanup specialists. Equipped with EPA trucks and a mobile concrete crusher. They're also licensed asbestos removalists. Call into the yard where they stock a huge range of secondhand timber, steel, aluminium windows, all at super secondhand prices. Call Crowbar Demolitions today on 58299. 413. Sponsors of 1FM. Fantastic sponsors and they oh, went out and helped. I was looking for some large timbers yep. and they went out there, out of their way and tracked some down for they me. They are fantastic, so. aren't they? They really yeah, are. they certainly are. Mm, now just before we go back to um, motorsport, quick look at what we've got coming up for the rest of today. We've got, um, well, we've got about a quarter of an hour of our program left and at 12 o'clock we're going to hand you over to Timmy for the lunchtime program. And that'll go right through till 3 o'clock. At 3, we've got the Rock of Ages with our self-appointed rock guru and Andrew Skinner. And then Craig, who's going to sneak back home and have a nap when we get from here or a scan, a senior citizen's <laughs> afternoon nap. <laughs> He'll be back at 6 o'clock and I'll take you through to midnight. Some great programs coming here at Live and Local on FM. So don't go away, folks. No, don't. Anyway, keep talking about yeah, Bathurst, shall definitely, we? yep. History was made at the Liquid Molly Bathurst 12-hour this weekend with 53,466 fans attending for this instalment. Now, they, we could have more if they opened up more campsites too. Yeah, they reckon they'd sold all the campsites that were available, yeah. They didn't open up the other campsites, mm, so that was yeah. obviously to keep people in, under control, see how they went, and everything was real good. So, yep, yeah, it really was, yeah, exactly. And the weather was perfect the whole bit. Mm. Yeah, the uh, event director, Shane Rod- Rodzis, said, we would like to thank the fans for out- coming out to support the return of the Pro Pro GT3 International event, the first, our first in three years. Campsites were sold out with over 2,500 sites filled with fans across the weekend. Would like to thank the event's major shareholder, SRO, DNSW, Liquid Molly, and the Bathurst Regional Council, who came together to make this year's event the biggest and best yet. I would also like to thank our volunteers, dedicated officials and hospital people of Bathurst, the hospitable people of Bathurst, for creating an unforgettable experience for fans. That's it. And also I'd like to thank um, Fiona from... um, Anyway, she's got a restaurant in Bathurst. Oh, right, Chef. She had a fantastic time with people coming in. Great. Yeah. So it used to be... um, yeah, anyway, I'll let it go. Yeah. She's a nice lady. <laughs> no worries at all. The return of the world's best endurance drivers and supercars' biggest stars, along with the debut of um, MotoGP legend in Valentino Rossi, was one of the highlights for fans. It was evident on both Thursday morning and Saturday afternoon when the paddock numbers of patrons made their way into Bathurst and the paddock area to respectively meet with their favourite stars. The exhibition of the Red Bull F1 car was another key draw car with Kiwi Liam Lawson's historic laps. They've already been viewed by millions of fans around the world in what was a special moment 
uh, for Mount Panorama. I was um, a bit disappointed because he had to slow down every now and then. He wasn't really trying to go out there and go flat out and really set a lap record. He had to had to behave himself. But, gee, didn't that sound good going it up the mountain? It certainly did. Oh. They probably could do a race around there. Yeah. They've got a lot of the infrastructure there. Yeah, I but think I'm just too many concrete walls for him. I think it frightened the heck out of the, the big blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, kangaroos. Mm, yep. You know, they don't worry about them. <laughs> no, and that echidna, right. remember? Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Anyway. Rudd just added, from the track to the skies, we made some key additions to the entertainment package for this year, and we want to build on next year and in the future. Hmm. Fans saw a reinvigorated Harris Park precinct that would like to thank the manufacturers for engaging with fans in ways like never before. Not only was the event a thrilling experience for fans, but it also raised significant funds for Ronald McDonald House, the event's official charity partner. The main attraction, of course, was the racing of 26 of the world's best endurance GT entries, representing seven of the world's biggest manufacturers. To be here and see that lap record get shattered during qualifying on Saturday was a special moment. Well, I saw Murphy do his and mm. it was a shattering moment too. Oh, yeah. The racing on Sunday was world class and the picture of sunrise as it backdropped the Mount Panorama circuit were part of the unique moments to make the circuit one of the most iconic in the world. It certainly did look good on the telly, you know, yeah, just the red sky it. and the sun coming up, just awesome. And they should have put the start earlier again, yeah, run a little bit longer in the dark. Mm. We'd like to thank our broadcast partners, Foxtel and the Seven Network, who brought the adrenaline fueled action to the audiences around the country and around the world. I've got to admit, I was just a bit disappointed I was here on the Sunday afternoon. Uh, I had a song playing and I nicked into the, uh, our lounge to have a quick look and Channel 7 had an add-on. Mm, yeah. Right, with sort of 15 minutes to go and they're, they're putting a series of ads on, so yeah, unfortunately. Now, the 888 Mercedes got, got pinged and it uh, really cost them a lot of, uh, lot of time. Really did. Mm. The uh, 888 Mercedes uh, AMG Bathurst hopes have been dented by a penalty over a pit infringement. Shane Van Gisbergen handed over to Maximilian Gotts for an effective seventh in the ninth hour. However, the team was penalised to the tune of a drive-through penalty for a pit stop infringement. Replays showed a crew member using equipment to adjust the rear wing during the stop. Well, that's a no-no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Such a change is only permitted to be done once the car has been pushed into the garage. We knew it just before. Unfortunately, Triple H's Mark Dutton said on the broadcast, it's definitely on us. We put our hand up. We misread the rules. We got a bit excited on working out the best way to tune the car and service it and forgot we can't... Use, have these tools doing any work in pit lane. Absolutely unreal. Hmm. Yeah, you think, well, they admitted it, you know, they had the problem, it was us, you know, put the hand up, yeah, Cop try penalty. through penalty, exactly right. So I think they did everything right. Hmm. Now, Gen 3s. Supercars. It's only a couple of weeks away, isn't it? It's not far now. Mm-hmm, up to... Uh, to uh, New South Wales for this one, it's exactly. New, Newcastle. To Newcastle, would, yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you can come to Catandra and watch it all up there. <laughs> exactly right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Jamie Wincup has labelled the Gen 3 project as the biggest achievement in Triple H's history. Triple H took the covers off its two Red Bull Ampole Gen 3 Chevy Camaros uh, com- as they complete in, uh, complete in test colours last Thursday. The two cars, driven by Van Gisbergen and Brock Feeney, made their track debuts at testing at the Queensland Raceway. 
888 is Supercar's designated homologation team for General Motors and the Gen 3 Camaro. The Gen 3 product was first announced in late 2020 with the cars being unveiled in late 2021. Come 2023 and the cars will make their long-awaited racing debut at the thrifty Newcastle 500. In that time, Triple Eight has also built Premier Racing's new Camaros at its Banyo base alongside staff from the latter. And Triple Eight has done much of the control component development on behalf of supercars. Seeing the team's Gen 3 cars on the track was a major source of prize for Wincup, who has led the team since taking over from Roland Dane back in 2022. I can't emphasise enough the enormous dedication our Triple Eight race engineering team has put into this Gen 3 product, Wincup said. For three years, our design team, led by our technical director, Jeremy Moore, have delivered supercars, their partners and the millions of fans around the world an extremely high-quality racing product suited to our Australian conditions. More recently, our manufacturing and car preparation teams have been working around the clock to make our first official test day this week. Project is no doubt Triple Eight Race Engineering's biggest achievement to see two fully built, fully operational Red Bull Ampole Racing Chevy Camaros having the first run at the paperclip will be beyond exciting for all of us. Triple Eight will follow its Tuesday, a Thursday test with more miles at Queensland Raceway next Tuesday the 14th. It's uh, St Valentine's Day. That is. All teams will test at the Sydney Motorsport Park on Feb 22 before the 10 to 12 Newcastle event. Well, the Gen 3 era is going to be amazing for supercars, Wing Cup added. Hopefully seeing our cars on track for the first time creates a huge buzz amongst fans, our team partners and members. I couldn't be prouder of our team and what they've achieved. I look forward to watching Shane and Brock showcase our potential once we hit the track with everyone else. Yeah, it's going to be a bit interesting with those two, especially the way Brock Feeney drove that uh, Mercedes. Oh, didn't he do well? And uh, Shane Van Gisman, he just couldn't get his mojo together. He, was, uh, he admitted that. He just could not get comfortable with the car. But the 2023 Repco Supercar Championship will commence in Newcastle on March the 10th to the 12th. Tickford Racing has rolled out its first Gen 3 Ford Mustang with Cam Waters getting behind the wheel at Winton. Waters tested the number 6 Gen 3 Mustang he will race in the 2023 Repco Supercars Championship. The car ran at the rural Victorian circuit on Wednesday in a plain black matte livery. It marked Waters' first laps in the Gen 3 machinery since he drove the Ford prototype last December's Velo Adelaide 500. Waters, Tickford teammates Thomas Randall and Declan Fraser, both former Super 2 champions, were also at Winton. The Campbellfield squad will field four Mustangs in 2023, with 2010 champion James Courtney returning for a fourth season. The number six Mustang completed 104 laps of the three-kilometre Winton circuit on Wednesday, adding to the impressive haul by teams. That's exactly great stuff, isn't it? Blanchard Racing Team's new Cool Drive Ford clocked up 62 laps in its maiden shakedown. Matt Stone Racing, meanwhile, turned 80 laps in the new Camaro at Queensland on Tuesday. Penrot Racing, which revealed its 2023 livery last week, also conducted its first Gen 3 test on Wednesday. Hmm. The Grove Run Squad has drivers Matt Payne and David Reynolds, as well as Garth Tander on hand at Winton. 
Tander recently drove the Ford prototype at Queensland Raceway with Wednesdays running his first track session in Penrite Colours. Penrite Racing's first teach featured a major, a minor hiccup when a wheel parted company with the Reynolds reminds me of a song. Mm, you yeah. picked a time, time to leave me, me loose, loose wheel. wheel. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Can but otherwise, they've now. ran to plan. Now, we've got about a minute and a half left, Craig, so uh, I think we'll start to say goodbye to our listeners and thanks for listening in this, this morning. This it's been morning, great to yeah, be here. It certainly is. It's been a little bit of fun for us. It's uh, been absolutely fantastic. Uh, we'll hand over to Timmy Armit very thanks shortly for very shortly, uh, yes. an absolutely great program right through lunch this afternoon. I've got to say thank you to Statsman for a sports interview. Yeah, it was a good program this it morning, wasn't, wasn't it? Yeah. Really some great information. I love it when he calls the things the square gators. And my old mate Angela used to call them the clip clops or the Ben Hers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, no worries at all. I'd like to thank our wonderful sponsors too, the um, Shepparton Motorcycle Group with the AJ's site on um, Purcell Street. And also, and also the Hulsall, Auto Care. Yep, the Hulsall site over on Benalla Road. We will thank the guys there too. Yeah, and Welshford Street yep. and Goodyear Good Auto Care. Yeah, they do a fantastic job down there, that's for sure. So I'm going to go home in a minute. And go and have a nap. Yeah, yeah, well, well, I don't know whether I'll have a nap or go and grab a... HSP and yep. home with mm-hmm. Karen. She's yep. in the studio here sitting yep. down. Not a problem. And we'll disappear for a few hours and I'll come back. That'd be absolutely and great, I reckon. Hmm. And then uh, you'll be back, six hours of music? For six hours of Requests? music. Requests? certainly is. No worries. 5831331. You get your favourite tracks ready to bring them up. There's no problems at all. Can't say, I can't say 25. <laughs> no. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, six nine two five three thousand. That was Wagga's number. Exactly. So from us, it's bye bye for now. AJ's motorcycles are now Shepherd and Motorcycles. For more than thirty five years, the crew at AJ's took pride in providing people from across our region and beyond with the highest quality sales, service, and advice you would find anywhere. Shepherd and Motorcycles are excited that Tom, Mel, Brendan, and the crew will remain on board, delivering the same passion towards great customer service that has been the tradition for all of these years. So Supplying a great range of bikes, side-by-sides, parts and apparel, you will still find us in the same great location, right next to the Shepparton train station. Shepparton Motorcycles, your home of KTM and Can-Am. LMCT 11819. 1FM sponsor. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from from 1FM Sport and Road. Central Tire Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tire servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tires, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 station sponsor if you have enjoyed the show then please let us know what you think at our socials 1fm super saturday sport on facebook and twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more till next week goodbye